Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bible and Theology Podcast. I am Pastor Jay Freeman with my beautiful wife, <laughs> Deliverance Minister Danae Freeman. Hi! So, this is the Bible and Theology Podcast. Mm-hmm. I also have three other channels. So I've got the Bible and Theology Podcast, which is this one. Then I have the Pastor Jay Freeman Reacts. And then I just have Pastor Jay Freeman, which is all just that. I'm probably just going to stick to these two. And so pretty much straight off the bat, I was watching a movie last night and it was Atlantis the Lost Empire. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Atlantis the Lost Empire. And look, the biblical references were pretty good. Yes, Leviathan is the gatekeeper of hell. He is the entrance he has the entrance to hell. That's Leviathan as seen in Job and Revelations and all that stuff in Psalms and whatever. Yeah. But He's not a machine, okay? He's a marine spirit. If uh-huh. you know Deliverance, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, if you I don't, do. <laughs> if you don't, um, we're this is the Bible and Theology podcast um, with my Deliverance minister, who's qualified. Okay, so so Danae, can you just run us by um, what is a marine spirit, please? Marine spirit. Well, a marine spirit is anything. What it sounds like. Leviathan is the biggest marine spirit of all, as you know, he's a gatekeeper of hell. Anything from, you know, the mermaid kingdom is a marine spirit. You know, I find that most people who have issues with marine spirits, there's something to do with water in their past. They might have done a water sacrifice or that kind of thing. And that will bring over your marine spirit from your mermaids to your siren or that kind of thing as well. And I'm not saying that people think that mermaids are real, each to their own, but there are such such spiritual entities that can affect, that are like marine spirits, with like, like mermaids and stuff too. And with uh, with for, for the people out there wanting to see My Little Mermaid and sirens, don't, okay? Because if you look at Greek mythology, sirens would draw the pirates in or the sailors in they draw them in, they grab them by the hand, they rip them into the water, and they drown them to their death. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's all based on deception. Okay, it is, yeah. So if you're a sailor and you're hearing like sirens, that's why they say the sirens call. And so, pretty much uh, with Atlantis, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's all hearsay at this point. There's no real evidence except if you look at Plateau, like the one that apparently found it, and now it's buried underwater and whatnot. And then the fact that they think the Earth is hollow, then there's an Earth under the Earth, like there's the journey to the center of the Earth. How there's like, a... come on. Come I'm on, sorry, man. but I've learned in my studies that at the the only thing that may be at the center of the Earth is hell, where all the heat and all that is. If you ever look up in the Bible, they some people think that hell is in the center of the Earth. If you are a uh, um, Bible scholar, you'll you'll probably come across the Russian drilling project, mm-hmm. where they got this massive drill and they were drilling into the earth, but they had mm-hmm. to stop for two reasons: the sounds, the sounds of hell. Yeah, they heard screaming. Yeah. yeah. So there's two theories behind it. Number one, the the they stopped the Russian drilling project because they heard screaming of hell and whatnot, and another one is because apparently it got too hot for their equipment. So either way, it's all up to you to believe what you want to believe and that's the same with um being a christian right if you are a christian born again christian and you believe in jesus stop um 
Googling uh, Greek mythology, Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, because it's just going to send you down a rabbit hole that you do not want to partake in. Okay. Yes, okay, those Egyptian gods could be real to a point, but if you look at the Greek mythology, if you look at the sorry, if you look at the Egyptian mythology, and then you look at the Christian ideology back in Exodus when Moses had his brother Aaron and they had to get the people out of Egypt, and then God did the seven plagues. If you actually look at the plagues and what they stood for, it was actually God attacking the uh, the Egyptian gods, as well as telling Ramses to send his people free. Okay, so I've got some information. I just look over through, through my notes and everything from doing my studies. And what marine spirits are, they're princes and princesses of the sea. Their class of demons are responsible for all the whoredom our world is living with today. So they perpetrate the highest level of wickedness against mankind in this form. So it's pretty much about, they're, they're responsible for, you know, sexual bondages, depravity, marital breaks up and disillusionments. Oh, disillusionments, big word. But yeah, that's what marine spirits are. Oh, so... Prince and princesses of the sea. So, I look, speaking about, um, do you believe that, let's say, Neptune, right, the, the Greek god Neptune, whatever, mm-hmm. was a um, real person, demon? Could you actually, in a sense, be possessed by Zeus and Neptune? Yeah. Yeah. That's like you can be possessed by Thor, Leia, Freya, and Loki. With Thor, if... If you if you study Deliverance, mm. you will find that with Thor to cut off his power, you gotta cut off his hammer. You gotta go. You gotta say, "Show me your hammer," and then he shows you it, and then you, you cut it off. Yeah, it off. absolutely. Same thing with Leviathan. You cut yep. the head off the snake, pretty much. Mm. With, same with Python. Yep. And then with Leviathan, you cut his tail off because that's where his power is. Yeah, you gotta find when doing Deliverance, you have to find the power of, say, there's most not all of them, but most demons have something that you can do to weaken them. Yeah. And it's mainly the bigger ones. The yeah. more, you know, the, bigger, the little ones you can get rid of them pretty easy. You the bigger ones like Lucifer, yeah. Leviathan, Jezebel, that kind of thing. There are strategies and tactics you can use to break them down. And one of them is obviously with Leviathan cutting his tail off, with Thor getting his hammer to cut off, with Lucifer. Um, I have my own my own the- special trick with Lucifer. Mm. And or you would um, make Lucifer bow, but for me, my trick that I found works for me is to cut off his crown. Mm. Knock his crown off. Now, for people out there who don't understand deliverance and possession, um, the way to go about it is that you, let's say, let's say Lucifer, right, is the one who possessed you, right? The Lucifer spirit. It's not Lucifer himself, it's him in a spirit form because he's in hell on his throne right now. And that's how influence through our mind. Yeah. And that's what he does, you know. Mm -hmm. Lucifer's not on the earth because I was talking to God about it last night. I'm like, God is Lucifer on earth. He's, God turned around and said, he said, if Lucifer was on earth and as powerful as he is, then it wouldn't be what you think it would be. It would be total chaos. And that's why the seven year, the 7,000 year tribulation is pretty much all about. But, the saying is with, you cut off the power source, you know, with Lucifer, you take cut off the crown or you make him bow before you pretty much like mm. Levi, uh, like Lilith and yep. whatnot. But, you will come. You will come across. You know the voodoo, witchcraft, ritual abuse. Tell me about Jezebel. You should know about this. How do we? How do we submit? How do we get Jezebel to? How do we wear her down? Well, Jezebel used to be a person and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. she used to be an abomination towards the Christians and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
So Ju um, tossed tossed her out of the window, yes. sent her to the ground, and then got the dogs to eat the flesh the and drink her blood. Yep. Dogs of Jezreel. Yep. Yeah. That's right. But, that's how you weaken wake, wake her down. Okay. And now, in a sense, just because um, if you're a deli- if you know a deliverance minister or you've been delivered, doesn't mean you can go around um, challenging demons. Okay. Because you. <laughs> Because no, no. you got to remember, yes, okay, demons aren't like what you see in the movies, how they're this big thing and they attack you and all that, like in the, um, Insidious. No, it wasn't Insidious. It was Conjuring 2. The, um, I, I love I love bringing this up, in a sense, because when I talk about Insidious 2, I talk about the killer, the killer grandma or grandpa, whatever it is. I need my wife to <laughs> give me a sec. This is so. This is this is why I got my wife back because she knows about this because she's had her days dabbling in with the um the realm of the supernatural. Oh, I do. I I not to dabble, but I do deal with, with my ministry. I do deal with a lot. So when oh. we when we're talking about demons and whatnot, mm-hmm. we're not talking about them being a literal thing. And this is why I got my wife on it because she can more explain this. So conjuring two, right? The naked grandma thing, the hat lady, the one with the hat and the glasses and whatnot. You won't see a demon like that. No. Like, no. yeah, that's the thing. Because demons are shapes, shapeshifters. Do you? Can you actually see demons in real life, though? No. Okay, so like Conjuring Two and all that. What about the psychic abilities that can see spirits? Is that spirits in people or spirits just laying around? Again, psychic abilities is is sort of all well, what I've learned is psychic abilities and ghosts. Ghosts. It's all demonic. It's nothing. You know, and if you can see something, because there is such thing as demons who they call them. Bob Larson brought up the other day. I watched it only just recently, and demons will actually come to earth as ghosts of our departed loved ones and stuff mm. to make us think, "Ooh, that's them," and it's not. So you're not talking to your grandma. No, you're not. You're talking to a demon. Because it, it, to back it up, a lot of people say that when you die, you come to you come to earth. That is false. If you look at Hebrews four ten, I believe yeah. when you die, you automatically and instantly face judgment. You do face judgment automatically. So, so heaven forbid, when you die, you will go to heaven or hell. You will be judged for your sins. You're not going to wait around until. God comes back. If you're ever at night time and you see something in your house that you think is a ghost, it's obviously not. Um, you need to get some sort of help for that house, whether it's a whether it's a cleansing or something like that. Another thing you should be wary of is like, yes, okay, you can get rid of demons, but that doesn't mean when you become a born again Christian doesn't mean that you can't be infested or oppressed. Yeah. You can still become comp- uh, depressed. A lot of people believe that once broken once broken always once saved always saved filled with the holy spirit no the demons can still oppress you because satan wants lukewarm christians more than atheists he doesn't care about atheists he wants christians and he wants and them yes yes Who did something wrong? 
and opened that door and gave the devil a legal right to you, then you could have demons. Yeah, it's it's a terrible thing. And f- please don't go if you know deliverance ministers or if you're a deliverance minister, please don't make a group of deliverance ministers and call yourself demon hunters. No. They they're gonna mock you, they're gonna make the demons are gonna come after you more mm-hmm. than if you just be humble towards the Lord because if you go around saying, oh, Satan is gutless, Lucifer, I will overthrow hell when I get there. Hell's going to be oh, a massive party. Heaven, I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere where, where, when I die because heaven's, heaven won't take me and hell's afraid I'll take over. Yes, I'm sorry. A lot of people think that when you go to hell, you're only there for a thousand years and then you come out to be judged. No, when you're in hell, you're in hell. You're cut off from God's love. And another thing is, when you go to hell, you're being tortured just as much as all the other demons will be. So please don't have this idea that you're going to go to hell and it's going to be a good time. Because when you look at Dante's Inferno, the seven layers to hell, each sin will be, you'll be judged for that sin, according to the law of Dante's Inferno. But any layer of hell will be torment, because you'll be tormented by the memories of your life times ten. You will be burned, killed, you, and you can't die, die. You can't go to hell, get killed, get tortured, die. And then you can't die. You won't. You, if you die, you just keep coming back. That's if you do die. Yeah, that'll be pretty good. Yeah. And then at the same time, when you really look at it, hell isn't meant for God's people. Hell's meant for the followers of Satan. It wasn't really meant for the devil and all his angels. Yeah, exactly. But people who deny him. That's the thing, and a lot of people have this misconception because when you look at Jesus, he broke, he made the new covenant, so he broke all sins. Jesus died to break all our sins to pay our debt. So right now we're in front of a judge, right, and we're being sentenced for life to death. But Jesus paid our bail; he paid with his blood for us to get out of that sentence. Now we have to repay Jesus back for dying for us. Now I know what a lot of people say: Oh, what about the time before Jesus died for us? That was under the old covenant of Moses, back with the tabernacle and all that, and the holies of holies. They would pray to God. Yes, they would pray to God, but back then they wouldn't call God Jesus because Jesus wasn't born yet. So they'd be praying to the Creator, you know, Yahweh. Okay, and then so people like, well, Jesus wasn't born then, but you'd still be, you'd pray to the Creator, pray to God, and you'd do what He'd say, and at the same time you'd be saved because you'd be waiting for the new Messiah. You know. So people think, oh, people were going to heaven before Jesus was born. People were going to hell way before Jesus was born because they didn't believe in God. Look at the Canaanites. The, look at the way they were raping people, killing people, sacrificing to Baal, who is a, a god, one of the one of the um, Satan's. Yeah, exactly. Along with Payman and Leviathan. and People want to know why demons have names okay so if you look back to the bible you're going to find the kingdom of heaven right and in the kingdom of heaven you're going to have what's called the archangels which you're going to have michael god's you know which michael is god's commander of the angels he was the one that sent lucifer to the pit Mm -hmm. then you got gabriel the messenger ezekiel uriel all that other good stuff Mm -hmm. and then so you will come to terms that when you learn about the Bible, you're going to come across a thing called as above, so below. If it can be done in heaven, it can be done in hell. So, pretty much, Satan, well, Lucifer, okay, we'll just call him Lucifer just for argument's sakes. Lucifer, who is the king of hell, right, because he's the one that created the whole thing. He created yeah, the, the rebels. The 
Yeah, he, Lucifer created the renegades to go against heaven to, to say, I don't want to bow to any man that shall bow before me. And then God's like, you know what, not having it. And then he threw him out. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, why didn't God kill him? Because God wanted to figure out who's going to be his people and who's not going to be his people. So that's why they call Lucifer the tempter because he was he'd be the one that was would be tempting people to do this and that. But he's very prideful. Yeah, very prideful. Very that's prideful. and that's what going to kill. That's why God hates pride because it reminds him of Lucifer, mm-hmm. and because God, well, because God can't really kill him because if he kills Lucifer, he'd be no better than him. So yeah, because here's the thing. This is one thing that I learned about God. God has unlimited power but limited capabilities because it's not us that get us killed it's not god that gets us killed it's our free will see let me put it this way you can't smoke a thousand pack of cigarettes a day get lung cancer and ex- and go god why'd you give me lung cancer when you were smoking the cigarettes you can't be an al- you can't be an alcoholic get cirrhosis and blame god for it you drank the alcohol you got cirrhosis of the liver yeah mm-hmm. so what's god meant to do mate you were drinking all that time what do you want me to do and so that's why it comes under the free will and then so that's why, you know, you look back at the way that humans are, the way that we always went our way. That's why you had Adam, which is the first Adam, which is Adam and Eve, which was Adam, the first Adam. Yeah. Then you had Jesus, right? Second Jesus Adam. was the second Adam, the genuine Adam, because all the other people went their own way. Yeah. Whereas Jesus had to make it, he had to, he either had to go for God or for himself. And so, pretty much, Jesus would have went for you know God, obviously, because Jesus is God, and it's it's going to take a lot for me to knuckle into your head that it's going to take a lot. Like a lot of people say that God, Jesus, Holy Spirit are one essence. They are. If you're talking to the Father, you're talking to God. You're talking to the Holy Spirit. You're talking to Jesus. You're talking to all of them. They're one big thing, and so that will really play on your mind a little bit because Jesus says to get to the Father is to get through me but Jesus is the Father but it's to prove a point that you got to praise Jesus and thank him for everything for his debts to be paid from the cross to the grave to the grave to the sky Lord I lift your name on high you know you came to heaven to earth show us the way you know all that stuff so God loves you but he weeps for you and he hides from us because he thinks that because all through time we turned our backs on him we turned our backs on the promised lands we even turn our backs now people don't some people don't care about god they're all self-righteous okay. and so that's why god's weeping for us because he's like i made you okay well, and you're gonna say oh but god god abandoned me god abandoned me no, god no you abandoned yourself okay here's the thing this is what people get wrong people with the candy cotton ghost gospel they say jesus loves you yes jesus loves you when you're alive but when you come before him, you will get judged with the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you're not in there, you're going to have to depart from him and go to hell. So that's why if you go before God and he says, I never knew you, that's why you got to have a relationship with Jesus. That's why I pray to Jesus every night. I pray in the shower. I pray every time I get just to give him thanks, you know. And then so it's it's a really it's a really hard thing for that for people to recognize that when you because I've been to heaven about three times maybe four times I lost count and the more you go up there you more you realize that life down here has no value and I was telling my wife last night about value money comes money goes people come people go houses come houses go but God will be forever amen, amen. and so when you realize that nothing on this world has value houses got no value cars got no value because you can't take it with you in heaven you know 
it makes it a lot when you realize that God created everything God is us God is everything you will live a lot better and happier life you know Can I just take a moment to praise God that it is finished? That we've won? Amen. Now, what have you won, though? What you want? Eternal life. Amen. Amen. Because greater is he who is in me than he who is in, in the world. Yes, it's a lot. It's still a battle. But as, as, I, as, I told, as God told me, it's a battle to be won, but it's not our battle to win. In a sense, you let God handle it. Exactly right, yeah. That's the thing. You let God handle it. No matter what you're going through, you put God in it. If you if you're having a bad day, you bring God in. That's why I pray before I go to bed because like my wife came up with the idea. I never used to do it before. My wife told me. My wife said, I want to be sleeping with Jesus. I want to be sleeping with the Holy Spirit. I said to you Would you rather be sleeping with Jezebel? Or the or rather be sleeping with yeah, Jesus? But I never thought of it like that. And let me tell you yeah. something. Nine times out of ten Ever since I've been praying to, to the Lord Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to the Holy Trinity, before I go to bed, I've been having the most interesting dreams. And then God, because Damascus, right, get this, Damascus with, with Saul, King Saul and all that, mm -hmm. the road to Damascus. And I had a dream that there was a cross, and they called the cross Damascus. Yeah. And then so I have to look into that. I'm like, wow, I have a lot of biblical dreams. But before, I used to pray for... God on my dreams. I used to have a lot of bad dreams. They were terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. They were the sum of all fears. But I remember, I remember when I was young, and um, oh, it was it was terrible. When before I was young, because I've always been around Christian stuff. You know, when I was young, my best mate was a Catholic, and then I grew up and I got into a Christian household, but I departed from them because of their values. But at the same time, you look at us all one big playing field. I am blessed that the good Lord showed me the way before I end up thinking that we're in one big simulation. We're in one big earth society of nothing more, nothing less. We're all created by space elves. I'm just glad that I didn't become a Mormon. I didn't become a Catholic. I didn't become a Jehovah's Witness. I became a Christian, and that is the way. Jesus is the way, and it's just amazing thought that when you take five minutes of your day just to praise the Lord, that you are on the right track. You know, it's just it's just beautiful when you realize that you're going to go to heaven. Well, your goal is to go to heaven, and then yeah, there's people out there who are Satanists and they want to party like it's 1999, and you think to yourself. You're only living for the earth. God does say live for the day. That doesn't mean you have to live for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, they want money. They want cars. They want this. They want that. And it's like, why? When you die, you can't take it with you. But if you look back in Chinese culture, the Chinese, get this, Bubby. Yeah. The Chinese people, they would actually have, before they die, they'll have heaps of money and they'll burn it. Because they believe burning money will send it into the afterlife. Oh, yeah, the afterlife no. is a is a misconception, right? There is no afterlife. There's either heaven or hell. There's no purgatory. There's no limbo. There's no, was, I'm on the fence. I believe in God. But like Jehovah's Witness, if you believe in God but you didn't accept him, you go to earth and you're on that middle plane. You're not no. in heaven and you're not in hell. Well, people who turn around and say, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person. You're not. 
That's called self-righteousness and self-salvation will not get you into heaven. No. To get into heaven, it's it's a bit of a, it's really... You need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's it. it. The Bible does say those who are born again will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So, yep. but then at the same time, faith is of a mustard seed. Jesus knows that some people aren't always going to get saved, but if you put Jesus on the, if you believe in Jesus, and you put your things on the cross, and you have, and you accept the fact that Jesus died for you in the sins, and you try to have a relationship with Him, you should be saved by grace, right? Yep. Because grace is what get you saved, but you also have to have faith and workings for God as well. It's it's very okay. Because here's the thing: I can't tell you how to get into heaven because why? I don't have that authority. God has the authority, amen. God is the it's judge. Pretty much just having a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, but a lot of people say you, got, you think you got to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You got to. Um, it helps, but. Yeah, but those who aren't born again should not inherit the kingdom of heaven. That is no. in there. But that's the thing. Not every, if you're born in in let's say Africa or India, and let's say Christian denomination isn't a strong thing over there. But yet you believe in him above all other things, and you live by him, you try to live by the word, you're a disciple of him, but yet you can't be born again because there's no Christians over there. But that's what happens. Did you know this? What? Did you know this? What? I don't think you did or not, but I was doing a little bit, um, studying on the rapture, and apparently, before Jesus comes back to earth, there are going to be angels on every side of the world preaching the good, preaching the good word. Yeah. So many people in those those remote areas who don't know God yeah. will know once their angels. Yeah, but I'm back. talking about now, honey. I'm not talking about. The oh, they don't know. Well, they oh, we do have missionaries that go across to those kinds of places. It's it's very hard because mm. a lot of people. I went to a Bible group and a lot of people came there for the first session, mm. and the pastor said, "If you don't accept Jesus, you're going to die." And they're like, "Oh, what about the people in Africa if they don't believe in it?" It's like, "Well, they're going to die, aren't they?" Yeah, still, it's look. You can't say he or who can't go to hell because it's all up to Jesus. If he if he says I never knew you, in the Lamb's Book of Life, you know, the road yeah. is wide, but the entrance is narrow. The road to hell is wide, but yeah, the entrance to heaven is, is narrow. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, it's pretty. Like I said, it's also having the way. It says Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to the Father but by me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying that if you look at biblical terms, born again, I'm going to inherit the kingdom of heaven. No, no. Those who are born again with the kingdom of heaven shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. No drunkards. Sorry. No drunkards, no idolaters, no homosexuals, no sodomites, none of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's I. But that's the thing. You know, yes, you're saved by the grace of God, but you also got to have a relationship. Because a you lot do. of people go, once saved, always saved. I praise God, I'm alive, let's go get drunk. No, it doesn't work that way. Because that's called a lukewarm, and that's what mm. Satan wants, and that's right, where. I'm, I'm going to have a good person. No, that's self righteousness. That's called pride, and that's suburbia. That's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And that's why I am so blessed that I look at me now to opposed to me two years ago when I wanted money, I wanted fame, I wanted all that junk. Mm-hmm. Where you look at it now, and it goes, "What's the like? You know, who, who is he to?" To gain the world, to lose his soul, you know. Yeah. You're like you look at this is why. Okay, this is why a lot of celebrities are turned towards God now because they've lived the forty years of mammon. They lived the forty years of sex, drugs, rock and roll, mm-hmm. to the point of them getting old, and they're like, oh wow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Now. Yeah. 
But what celebrities don't understand is that Jesus can save you. There is only one, well, two sins that will get you killed. Pride, God hates pride. Mm -hmm. And number two, denying the Holy Spirit. Yeah. If you deny the Holy Spirit and then die, you're going to have a fun time in heaven, in hell. Amen. But Jesus breaks the chains. If you are a celebrity, right, and you're 30 years, let's say Michael Jackson, right? Let's yeah. say Michael Jackson's still alive. And he wanted to leave, you know, Sony and all that. And he sold his soul, right? Which is BS because you can't sell your soul because it's not yours to own. Neither is your body. Yeah. Your body's not your body. Your body's the body of God, okay? The soul is strong, but the skin is weak, you know? Flesh is weak, soul is strong. Soul is, the soul, yeah, the soul is strong, the flesh is weak. Yeah. So you can't sell your soul. You don't own it. So I don't know what the whole soul selling is. I think it's all about worshipping, you know, the overlords of, like, hell. And, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's not my area. I'm not touching it. It's 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 a radical that I'm not going to. Okay, I don't want to bring any propaganda to it. Okay, can I tell you that? I'll answer the question. All right. Can yeah. you sell your soul? Soul's not okay. So, it's the okay. If I was if I was to sell my soul to become famous, how do I go about it? Like what? Don't. Yeah, but okay. what would be the principle? So what I learned is there's two things. Okay, there's a spirit, and then there's a soul. Okay. Yes. Your soul can be corrupted, and but your spirit will never be. So like, I was talking to a person the other day, and I'm like, well, how can you be Christian and be possessed? And I read that. You may have God in your spirit, but it's your soul that can be oh. corrupted kind of thing. So you might have you, know, you might have God in your heart, but the devil in your head. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. Battle between good and evil, black yeah. and white, sitting yeah. on the fence, yin yang, balance. Yeah. I hate balance. I I really hate balance. I, I know a lot of hippies. The world is in turmoil with the new age trash. Okay? If I hear new age one again, I am going to scream. Because you can't have balance, okay? The earth wasn't made for balance, okay? There's either good or there's bad. You can't be in the middle. Mm -hmm. You're either with God or you're against God. Okay. And if you're not for him, you're against him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So don't be one of the new age people that are like, Oh man, I'm not good. But I'm not bad, okay? I'm in the middle. You're yeah. neutral. Going back to what you're saying about yeah. your soul, yes, you cannot really sell your soul, but it can be influenced. Yeah, the, the power devil of won't come up to you and force you to do something, but he will put influence. He will put thoughts in your mind. Yeah. And guess what? You let into your soul and what you let into your body. That's right. The life force. If you're doing sacrifices, if you're watching horror movies, you're watching, and you're listening to really bad, angry music, well then. That's the way you're gonna. That it's gonna influence you in that respect. Now that I'm older, I okay. When I was young, this is this is what I don't understand. When I was Still young, young honey. well, I feel like a thousand years old. <laughs> when I was a young human, I mean I'm still human, but when I was a young man, I used to listen to Suicide Silence, right? And the first song was called Unanswered. And looking back, it's if you listen to the lyrics, it's like I'm gonna bring up the lyrics. These lyrics are, t are hilarious. And no, I'm not. Yes, I am making. Well, I mean, I'm making fun of it, but I'm not because it's like for what it stands for. I yeah. don't. 
Okay, so let's go unanswered by Suicide Silence. This is probably... Okay. Listen to this. How much must I curse your name and put your beliefs to shame before you prove yourself and end this life? Wow. Uh, and I'll say an effing prayer because I know it won't be answered. Where is your God? Where is your God? And even if I don't believe you, I pray for the day that you end this life. So take me away. Listen to this. I want the hand of God to come and strike me down. I oh, want wow. the hand of God to come and strike me down. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord. Wow. And, and all your prayers will go unanswered. What do you think that is for the families that waste their time? Open your eyes. So that's the... That's the wow. common misconception with um, with rock music, you know. And then a lot of people will be like, oh, man, you're taking out of context. What context is to be taken out of? He is literally saying your prayers will go unanswered, so just kill yourself. Pretty much. You know? Yeah, that's bad. That's oh, really that's, bad. that's metal music for you. It's yeah. all, you know, God this, God. They're all not, not really martyrs, but they're all uh, blasphemers, you know, yeah, hair well, Some people actually decide to sell their soul to, to Lucifer to get right in front of music. Oh, you'd have to. Mm, um, there's another one. Um, yeah, a, a lot of thing is, if you hear anchors, like oceans, pull me out of the water. When they say oceans, I'm pretty sure it just means you're drowning in sin. Like, mm -hmm. that's why they say there's an anchor that's bringing me down into the oceans. There's an ocean inside of me. There is a world. Yeah. The the nuance is, is amazing. Um... I remember when I was growing up in church, the anchor used to be a, a thing of God, the anchor of God. Where yeah, it, no, it anchors it. Now they've changed now it. Now it's all reversed, like the pride but flag. But this was in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. That, we uh, just, that used to be the one they used to do. There's a, th so, there is a, um, there's a song by, um, so Bring Me the Horizon, right? I'm not Yeah, I'm not really angry. Okay, there's a song called Crucify Me. <laughs> Just the name alone. Um, I don't think it's even... Okay, so it's from the album There Is A Heaven, Believe Me, I've Seen It. If There Is A Hell, Let's Keep It A Secret. Mm. Well, there's... Because the enemy wants to remain quiet. You know, he doesn't want people to know that he's Oh, jeez, that is terrible. Listen to this. This is um, Crucify Me by Bring Me The Horizon. Crucify me, nail my hands to a wooden cross. There's nothing above, there's nothing below. Heaven and hell lives in all of us, and I've been cast astray. I am the ocean, I am the sea. There is a word inside of me, lost in the abyss, drowned in the deep. No set of rules could salvage me. Oh, this is really catchy. Um, no, it's not, not catchy, it's bad. I, if, if, I, if we make it through the night, if we make it out alive, Lord, have mercy and pray for the dead. And you say that you can save me. Don't hope to ever find me. I'm too far gone. Pray for the dead. No, um, don't pray for the dead. They're already gone. You can't pray for the dead. Oh, it's taking me back. It's so the problem is right. Being a uh, being um, the thing is, what you're gonna find, right? Lucifer. Being a Christian pastor. No, I'm trying to just hear me out. The problem is being with Lucifer, being the the angel of music. Yeah. This is why circular music is so intoxifying because he Satan knows how to make music, right? He's been yeah. doing it for years. And so that's why circular music is really captivating compared to Christian music. Like Christian music's good. 
But that's why David Bowie, that's why Christian music isn't really on the radio. Because not only because the elites don't want you to hear it, but because, talk, like, like you were, like, like just before, I had David Bowie, Modern Life, stuck in my head. Why? Because it sounds good. And that's, that's the problem with it. Um, sweeter the deadlier, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is stuff that's really good, like alcohol, drugs, you know, that feels really good. And so that's how it gets you, you know? Yep. But nah, I look well, back at the lyrics. Well, Lucifer, Lucifer was very charming. He he's, brings people in. That's when, with his nature. When I met Lucifer that time in my dream, he's not what you think he is. He, no. He's a businessman. He wears a suit and a tie, you know? He's very handsome, you know, very, very handsome. He's not, he's not a devil. He's not going to rock up to you and be like, no, he's not, he's not like that. Because no. he'll scare you away. He wants to drag you in. He wants to be a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's yep. how he strikes you down. That's how he, he's like, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. Watch mm-hmm. this, watch that. And then he, tem- he, he just wants to seek, kill, and destroy. Metallica, 1980s. Um, seek and seek, kill and destroy. Yep, Search and seek. And whenever I've dealt with, <laughs> well, whenever, I mean? whenever I've dealt with Lucifer, yeah, he's always very, hmm, You're very prideful, prideful, very. Un- yeah, that's doing the deliverance. So you know. Yeah, very unbetter than you. I've actually, when I actually got delivered that one time, I actually had to because when I get delivered, I can see any demon that is being pulled away from me. So I could see a Jezebel. I could see the Antichrist. And let me tell you something, the Antichrist, when you see the spirit of the Antichrist, he is the most s- saddest thing you'll see, because he looks like Jesus. He's got the long hair, yep. he's got the crown of thorns, but his eyes bleed of blood. Yep. So you imagine Jesus like this, like, on the, so he's got the nails in his wrist, yep. and then so he's got the bleeding eyes, he's, he looks like Jesus, like, looks like Yeshua, yep. but it's all demonic, and it's all deranged, yep. and it's scary. But when I, like... So that was that. But when I was getting Lucifer, right, when I when Danae said Lucifer show me your crown, his head is like a cone. So it's like it's like long and then it's got like a bit of a tip down the bottom, but his crown is wide and when you see demons in you, they're not always gonna look the same. They're gonna manifest in different things. For okay, whatever well, reason, I don't know. But, so when I saw him manifest, he had like it was like like, when I looked into Danae's eyes on my... I think it was when I had to do Deliverance on Danae that one time or something, I saw... It, it was either Danae or someone. I saw someone, and I saw Satan in on me with, like, with mm-hmm. like the face, the... Okay, let me just rule it out. Demons do not play by visual aspects. They break the reality of visual... of literal visual perception. You can see them, and they can be a 1D image or a 4D image. They do mm-hmm. not play by the rules. You can't really knuckle down every time you see a spirit. Like, I saw him, and he had a full black body, but his eyes were white, and you knew what you were looking at, but it was just one image. It was flat. And it goes to show that they can shape... They, they, Lucifer shape can shapeshift. Shape. They're they a spirit. They're, they're a spirit, you know? And mm-hmm. that's why they do it. Like, that's why when you go back to the um, the Egyptian mythology of Ra, Set, Horus, all the same trash... You know, gatekeeper of hell, the son of God. Well, not son of God, but the son God, not son of God. But yeah, no, that's why you pretty much got to stay away from mythology because if you fall down the rabbit hole of maybe Buddha's real or maybe um, Harry Krishna's real. But this is why I question, you know, this is why I question um, religions, you know, like because there's no other religion. There is no other God but God. You know, Buddha's not a God. You know, and if you are, 
hearing Buddha, you're possessed because Buddha is not, not a nice a man. He's like no. gluttony or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ideology and gluttony and that. Yeah. yeah. Mainly and, ideology because they would idolize him. They yeah. Would, you know, think he was. And that's like CERN, you know, the um, CERN, the Indian lady, the Hari, the, 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 the lady with the circle around her. Shiva. Yes. Yeah, Shiva. Yeah, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Nasty stuff. Mm. And so, look, it's the same thing as 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 Baphomet, okay? You can't tell me that if you're a Satanist, you're looking at a half man, half woman, the head goat, the body of a woman, as above, so below science, and say that's a good thing. If you have no discernment, you are going to be led astray. Amen, yep. So, yeah, I mean, just to wrap it up, there's a lot of, lot of this, a lot of that, and, you know, know your enemy, uh, pray to the good Lord, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Well, I'm Pastor Jay Freeman. That is my wife to the side of me, Danae Freeman. She is a deliverance minister. Amen. She has a Facebook page called Freeman Ministries. That's where you can reach out to her if you need deliverance. It's And also to you, too. She, she does, she's more a deliverance minister. I'm more of uh, the theology side. So... You're we'll the, both have. You're the pastor of the family. <laughs> yeah. So she's at Freeman Ministries. I'm at Pastor J, um, Amazon, Facebook. And then this is the Bible and Theology. So this will also have a Facebook page if you want to reach out there. Um, let me know what you want to talk about. If you want to get feedback, let me know. And it'll be good to get in touch. All right, cool. We're going to go now. God bless you all. God bless. Goodbye.